Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Just I've hit the record button, Josh Brown, and I don't. This is just going to just you know capture the moment because I'm going to say a sentence, and we'll oh, just God. have to live with the consequences. I think Immortals: Phoenix Rising is the best Ubisoft game since Far Cry Three. What do you think about that, mate? You're mad. You're absolutely <laughs> wrong in the head, Scott. You, you've Why? got a sickness. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even like going to hide it. You've got an actual sickness. The things <laughs> you've taught me in private about your relationship with this game is not healthy, and I'm, it's not I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, it might you be playing? Yeah, a stretch of this game over and over again, man. Like, I know it's things are very tough and we haven't got much to do, but you played the same six hour stretch of Immortals three different times now. Yeah, and that, well, on the one hand, I suppose that means you must love it and it must be good if you're willing to do that, which is cool, I suppose. Yeah. But the thing is, so so my whole thing with Immortals is that this game still has a horrific uh, error, at, at least on Series X and um, probably on Series S as well, where if you do the quick resume, if you resume and you keep playing, your saves just get corrupted. It doesn't matter how, it, it's always at a random point as well. So at some point when you're, let's say, six hours from when you resumed, even if you've made multiple saves, um, they'll all be corrupted back into the point where you resumed the, the game in the first place, um, which for, in my case meant that I had all my saves corrupted when I was in the final stretch of the game, the final area, which is about a five to six hour chunk if you're doing if you're combing that final area which i was um and i got to the final boss it was three in the morning and i thought i I, all i want to do is see credits and then i can be like well if it corrupts and it goes back to the quick resume thing whatever at least i've beaten the boss i couldn't beat the boss i kept dying and it was like i said it was three in the morning had work the next day went to bed and i put the console back on the next day and everything had been lost and i went back and and i just i just sort of sat there going I knew that was going to happen. And then I did it again. I did the whole six hour thing again. I got as far as the last boss again. Um, and that time I constantly, something else came up in, in real life, in the, in the real world where I had to leave the console and I just crossed the, the fingers, all the fingers, I crossed all of them. And I just thought maybe as long as it quick resumes, I can't save again because it's corrupted again. But if I just, if it just quick resumes one more time, at least I'm in the final area and it didn't and it lost Stop. everything. Go on. It's funny that you mentioned Far Cry 3 at the beginning of this because yes. what's the most famous quote from that game again? <laughs> Isn't it that insanity is doing the same thing what's over and over again and expecting yeah, it's um, a change, which is doing very the same thing multiple times you know? and hoping for a different outcome, which eventually... 
Um, once I got my head because I reinstalled Immortals, I was like, maybe if I reinstall it and I like blip the save between the cloud save, delete the console and put it back on, did all that. And eventually uh, going from a fresh boot, if you just, if you just fresh boot it, don't quick resume and then play the final six hours, then I finally saw credits. Um, and then I almost bought the DLC. I was almost like, I want more of this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Um, but to get back around to the reason I said the crazy thing, I think this just got their best set of game mechanics since Far Cry 3, when they pioneered the way Far Cry 3 felt. And we were all going around, you know, sort of hunting and skinning and making different pouches and unlockables. And you were landing on two dudes at once. And, oh, you can throw the knife and all these, all these different abilities. And it felt great. And you are on that awesome treadmill. And it was just... Like it is fun. I think that word is such a throwaway word, but it's it's enjoyable and it's kinetic yeah. and it just moves so well. And I feel like Ubisoft got so stuck in their ways um, and have done for the entire eighth generation that I I champion when they do something a little bit different. And it's not that Immortals isn't a safe bet because it's just yeah. a Fortnite version of Assassin's Creed, but yeah. it plays like an old school two thousands platformer, and it's right. so good. It's so good, mate. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to, you know, be cynical, or be negative. But it, I think it is funny <laughs> that you mentioned, you know, it's like got the best set of mechanics, you know, that Ubisoft's created since Far Cry That's Three. But, but from an outsider, those that playability and those mechanics and those systems look just like a cross of Assassin's Creed and Breath of the Wild, which, you know, is cool. That's a yeah. cool pool to Well, choose the thing from. is that that's entirely what they've scientifically gone for. Like, you can literally right, yeah. see them dragging the cells on the spreadsheet to make up this version of this game. Like, it literally is that. I just can't argue with lush, how it feels. Like, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't think those are bad inspirations to, to <laughs> you know, pillage from or anything. And I'm really excited to play Immortals. I kind of wish I played it over Assassin's Creed Valhalla because while I mm. enjoyed that, I mean, we've talked before about how I had those two games lined up. And I eventually went with Assassin's Creed, you went with Immortals. And I could have been on this train with you. I could have been, you know, <laughs> also encountering this bug and playing it in six hour stints until 3 a.m. and then considering the DLC. Why haven't you got the DLC? Because that sounds like the I same just... set. I just Ever. had to, I had to draw a line under it at some point. I had to admit that I've gone too far. I was literally sitting there after I hit credits going, I love this game. I want to do more of it. Cause there's so many that it's so, they do, they do, a, they, that's another thing. They, they've started, they, they've tried so many times to do the open world peppered with stuff to do thing. And Assassin's Creed Unity was too much. It was just like literally as if you shook out a bucket of icons on a map and it was way too many. Um, and I feel like with this, again, it's very Fortnite. They sort of like, you know, redesigned the map, had this nice condensed map where it's, it's not too big. It's not too small, but everything is really dense and you're always coming across an unlockable a piece of armor and your weapon and your ability and um, some coins to unlock something back at the home base thing um or a whole plethora of little miniature puzzles that they just ripped from breath of the wild and um, that you can complete whichever way you want because you have this um you know set of abilities you can pick up different things you can like it's say it's the same sort of physics based have fun with this yeah. style mentality that breath of the wild had um, not done as well but like they're, they're cribbing from it and so you just find yourself going like well i i want to do like five things at once all the time and it's all yeah. just really moorish and enjoyable and like it plays so well and i just sort of drank it in and i think that they've they've tried so long to give you this treadmill of stuff to do but it just felt like a chore and i feel like yeah. they never nailed it and for me they've never nailed it down as well as they did for this where even for valhalla i was like oh my god it's it's another one of these it's going to be something where i'm not going to see all of it i'm just going to try bits and pieces and it's all a bit stodgy and i'm like running all the way over here for a cutscene to do one fight to run all the way back for something else and it didn't really work whereas immortals is like what if we gave you five i don't know um petit déjeuner on the way to the main course couldn't think of a word there for appetizers more <laughs> déjeuner um small french word for a small thing and um on the way to the main thing and then you do the big main thing it's a big main battle and you go and do something else and you're always doing bits and pieces on the way i think i have gone slightly mad but i did no. love my time with it 
I think that's the that's a perfect kind of game for right now because I love those experiences that you can get lost in mm. and it's so player driven. Like you are ultimately you have so much agency in how you sort of like accomplish these missions, like how you solve these puzzles. You're interacting with the world in a really interesting way. And while Assassin's Creed similarly has a lot of stuff to see and do, and you can take on uh, you know mysteries, you can do side quests, you can look mm. for wealth and stuff. I feel like to complete those missions, it's often quite rigid and you're often kind of like railroaded into one or two specific ways to accomplish it. Whereas Immortals and, you know, coming from the Breath of the Wild school of things, like just seems more open, feels like you're more invested in the world and you have more of an impact on it maybe. And I think those games are great for jumping in. Yeah, yeah, sorry. There's another thing as well is that um, it's really weird because I feel like I talked about this in some other, something else that we put out, you know, hashtag content, something about how the late 90s embraced 3D worlds in a way that we got away from in the 2000s. Like it was, you you had Tomb Raider, it was verticality, it was climbing and same with all the platformers. It was, you were engaging with the world in 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 a vertical space as much as you were exploring it horizontally. And I feel like ever since, you know, Metal Gear came along and Uncharted and all these cinematically focused games that got away from climbing and getting the drop on enemies and things like that and the stealth genre went away so you kind of got away from aerial kills and whatever else and it's not like some games don't do those things but like engaging with a full 3d space was certainly the breath of the wild sort of reminded everybody of like hey this is how you can do a video game that's old but new and it feels fresh but it's old school and immortals it has that too um where you're you know you do have the breath of the wild style stamina based climbing mechanic um, and you are overcoming different mountains on your way to different places and it's just it is so cynically made like it is so (laughs) Here's stuff that works. We're going to take these things that work and we're going to rip off the, the place, the sphere in the little concave dish puzzles from Breath of the Wild. Um, but at the heart of it, I can't argue with how it feels to play. And weirdly, it does feel like there is a <laughs> kind of like a soul at the heart of it. So it's that thing where yeah. can you tell if a game has a creative team that wanted to work on this. And I wouldn't, I, something like Avengers didn't feel like that, but this does. And um, for as much as it's playing it safe, it feels like a bunch of people wanted to make this. And it is the AC Odyssey team after all anyway. Um, and it feels fresh in that regard. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've only had literally 10 minutes with it, but from the footage I've seen uh, on top of everything else, mm-hmm. like it does feel like the people who made this game wanted to make this game. Like, yeah, like <laughs> you said, it might be an amalgamation of a bunch of different things, but I think the Avengers is a great comparison because when I'm playing the Avengers, I don't get the sense that the people who made it enjoy the Avengers. I think the central <laughs> story is quite good. Mm-hmm. And the stuff with like Miss Marvel is obviously, that has a lot of heart to it, but so much of it just kind of feels like, a team forced to make a property that they don't want whereas here it's kind of like even if the systems were like mandated it's like right here the systems need to include but everything else Mm. like go nuts if you want to go down this mythological route want to add some more comedic aspects want to make it more kid-friendly cool like go for it like just enjoy yourself and i feel like like the translates yeah. Yeah, 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 sorry. Just like the, just, I just, you're making me think of so many different things that I just want. Cause I don't, the world's not going to care. Like no one cares. It's called Immortals <laughs> Phoenix Rising, for God's sake. Like it's not going to do well. And it's sort of that thing where I'm like, but the combat, like all your light attacks uh, replenish your stamina. So you're constantly building a way back up to unleash the bigger attacks. And whenever you finish a dude in like an area, they ping off the map like Team Rocket style. Like they go flying off into the horizon. Just things that you wouldn't see in, I don't know, like just, it, it's a cool little twist on a stamina based mechanic in an open world action game um, and then the fact that the combat has that flair where it's super slow motion while you nail some dude with an oversized mallet and they go yeah. flying into the clouds just i don't know i like it 
And please, I'm looking forward to getting to it once my open world fatigue has worn off a little bit and I have <laughs> uh, a chance to play it. No, I would have played it before, but the thing that put me off is that I've got it on the Switch, which I think might have been a mistake. Mm. I wish I got it on the PlayStation because when I, I play the Switch um, handheld mm-hmm. and it didn't perform particularly well on the handheld, uh, you know, format i suppose mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have to play it docked which is fine but i kind of wish if i if i got it on the playstation i probably would have played it already the that's thing. the thing is that i'm playing on series x so and it is right. a uh, series xs enhanced game so it is 4k 60 it just goes and like it is part of the whole just drink it all in style sort of energy that that game has um but regardless of me rambling on about immortals just 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 give the game a chance i mean i am skipping skipping some of the cutscenes because most of the dialogue <laughs> is god awful most no! of the most of the cutscenes what you are not skipping cutscenes after giving me crap about skipping <laughs> hitman 2's cutscenes no way no but that game has a known story element this thing i saw that i didn't give it a chance i've been with it for like 40 hours um but i yeah by the time i got to the end i mean i think maybe i watched them the first time i don't think i did i think i was just like i don't care what's going on between zeus and um what do you call him yeah. the, the fireman prometheus um, I just didn't give much of a crap. But the there is a big twist at the end. God, that I stayed for that. I didn't skip that. There's, you know, bits and pieces. But at some point, I'm just there for the game, mate. I just old yeah. school platformer. I'm not there for anything other than uh, than the good times. But speaking of good times, um, would you like to talk about Ring Fit, Warzone, or Neo 2? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go Neo 2 because I, yes. I know have you started Neo 2 yet no I, I tweeted last night because I, I was okay. on the store page and I just was like I'm about to buy Neo 2 one of the hardest games in the last few years and I just thought of this I just tweeted like oh yeah I'll buy I'll play Neo 2 said the man in national lockdown like, yeah okay <laughs> and so I just was like no I'm going to play Mario 3D World instead and so I ended up just being Cat Rosalina who just just is everything to me um, so I haven't started it yet but I will I absolutely will I just I just don't know man I don't know tell me why it's- I should really good you know you mentioned there you know you're the man in national lockdown wanting to play neo 2 <laughs> and i guess the general theme of this podcast is what we what have we been playing what have mm-hmm. we been playing to keep our mind off it and stuff and neo 2 has been a great game for that mm-hmm. because it is so fun you mentioned the combat in immortals being like just putting you on a satisfying treadmill and that's what i've got from neo like taking on these big monsters learning these different weapons like constantly getting the feedback of more gear more weapons more Mm. armor to try out and mess around with like that's been so satisfying like it takes the souls format and gives the combat in particular just a bit more depth and a bit more complexity and more choice from the player's perspective to the point where you know it's the classic kind of friction between you're going up against these really difficult enemies that can take you out in just a couple of hits you've got limited healing items but at the same time you can pull off these really sick combos that result in you beheading this demon and then you feel awesome afterwards it has a sense of satisfaction at the end of it that i I never personally even though i want to clarify that i think the souls games and bloodborne stuff are better than neo but from in terms of pure combat like when i'm going through this i feel so satisfied and kind of skillful getting through combat scenarios in a way that I didn't in Bloodborne or Dark Souls or whatever. Getting through those games, I was kind of like just competent enough to get through unscathed in every single kill. It felt like a bit of skill, but it felt mostly like luck. Whereas mm-hmm. here, I, I kind of know exactly what I'm doing. I know how these weapons work. I know what these attack animations are. And it's just been a joy to like sink hours and hours into it because I'm sure it's like an 80 hour game. And I've been doing all the side missions as well. Mm-hmm. And like I haven't yet gotten bored with it, even though I'm using a similar duo of weapons all the way through. It's just 
the world is lush like the combat is so so satisfying mm-hmm. and i'm just i'm just always excited to play more of it even though it does kick my ass now and again <laughs> and because we are in a national lockdown like you said i get more frustrated at it than i usually right. would i can't drive anywhere to go to blow up steam so I, yeah. I was playing one level the other night man and it was like late at night it was like one in the morning and you know you just you play a level over and over again, and you just mm-hmm. want to beat it so bad, but you're oh, actually yes. getting worse. I cannot sleep, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, but like it got to the point where originally I was having a goes at like the end mini boss of a stage, but then I couldn't even get past like the first minion, and I was like, how is this guy killing right. me who I should be able to take out in two hits? And I was just done for. So there's obviously some frustration to be had there. It is a really tough game, mm-hmm. but um it's just a satisfying challenge to overcome and you know it's so big and expensive that's what i was gonna that that's what i was gonna ask like because yeah like obviously it's rep- i mean the reputation of any Soulsborne game is like you will be pounded into the ground but you'll feel better on the other side of it and it's we've played so many of them at this point i think between us we've touched on every Soulsborne game so far like especially yeah. the anything with like a remote budget kind of thing i haven't played salt and sanctuary but whatever like vast majority of stuff played those things and neo 2 the reason i avoided it uh last year or the year that it came out times of that circle was because its reputation was this like super cheap thing that they doubled down on not necessarily in an all-out negative way but in like a gotcha kind of way like you know what you're there for you know that there's going to be enemies dropping out the trees to get you and stuff and i just i remember i saw that clip of a guy just walking down a path the main area was ahead of him and he was in between like forestation and something just landed out of a tree and killed him in one hit but i just sort of looked at that and went i I can't i cannot take this on (laughs) at this time but um as a general sort of mentality that comes through from the devs do you think that they are prioritizing the like gotcha souls born oh hey you know, there's an invisible platform and you just walked out and now you're dead. Or do you think they're prioritizing like the action, have fun with it? It's a better, like it's a better mix between the It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. 
Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Two. I think it's a good mix. I think, um, you know, there obviously are moments where you get like ambushed or someone does drop from the sky. But for right. me, like the first time that happens, the more I look around, you know, yeah. if I see a dead end and there's like a bit of loot at the end of it, like mm-hmm. I'm going to check the ceiling to make sure no one gets the drop on me. And once you do kind of like slip into that mentality, like you can see the enemies playing as day if you're looking for them, if yeah. you just tilt the camera up, like you can see a Medusa lady like hanging from the ceiling, you can get out your, your bone arrow and like get a critical hit on them that way. You know what I mean? So it's just, there are times where it tries to catch you out, but even then I think learning its tricks and learning how it tries to catch you out is comes with a level of mastery again over the game because then you feel like more in control you feel like you're on the same wavelength as the developers and it's never really felt cheap because the checkpoints at least so far are like so short like the biggest difference between this and souls for my money is like the level design itself for me I love the level design of the souls games whether it's the interconnectedness of dark souls or the individual levels of demon souls but these are much more kind of like concise and smaller and they're not as imaginative, but that kind right. of works for those frustrating moments where you're always um, like really close to a shrine. So even if you do get like killed, you can easily get back to where you were. And it's only like a few enemies between you mm. for the most part. There are still, of course, times where you get right to the end and you get knocked all the way back. But that's happened. <laughs> that might finish not, me off, that, to be honest. Maybe. It's not happened anywhere near as it much as it did in souls and again like just because it's different from souls doesn't mean it's better i still prefer mm. souls level design but i feel like this does make it feel less frustrating when you get kicked back so i was going to say do you think like because we're we're right on the cusp if it ever comes out we're on the cusp of elden ring coming out that's oh, been yeah. meant to be out for the last who even knows now two years whatever it was and like the way that um hidetaka miyazaki and FromSoft seem to be expanding on the you know the, the souls formula is to take it more open world if the leaked stuff is correct about what elden ring even is um, but playing there, I mean, when I went back through uh, The Surge 2 and like Lords of the Fallen and I play those games that just are that genre, like I love the little the little things that um, those games do where you can sort of like, you can gamble with your XP and you'll get a multiplier and you, if you don't bank it at the checkpoint, you keep going and then you can try and get more and little mechanical tweaks that I think sort of like flesh it out. Um, do you think that like this is like, it's enough of, it's playing into the formula and it's like, well, we're going to do it, but like obviously they are, it's, is it Team Ninja? I always get them mixed up yes. with Ninja Theory. Yeah, they're getting Ninja yes. Gaiden guys. Um, and it's like, you know, they're sort of going, well, we can take this genre and add our flair to the combat so it's faster and it's more arcadey and it, it goes a hell of a lot more. Like, that feels like enough. Like, the genre can exist in itself. It doesn't need to be striving for something else. Because I feel like Elden Ring is yeah. going to change everything again. Yeah, totally. I think it, yeah, I think it's it's obviously indebted to the Soul series, but it, it mm-hmm. feels very much like a Team Ninja production. You know what I mean? It feels like it's prioritizing this combat in the changes that it does make from the regular formula. They're like... They're justifiable in terms of what this franchise now like just wants to do, I suppose, mm-hmm. and its own 
preoccupations with the combat first and foremost and then this absolutely wild story on top of it because you because you play you play as william in neo one but i think right um, yeah you must play you play as like a custom dude in two yes yeah you can create your character in two which yeah. and it's like the idea of doing that because they had all the different ways you could like flesh out like the different move sets and they have like you know like yeah. specific counter animations and stuff but um yeah because it was based on like a real dude for neo one but i like that they maybe got okay. away from that a bit more like even in neo one there was that dude that had the cat that was inside his robe this could yeah, just sound like dude, i'm losing my mind more but it's a thing i have no idea like to be honest <laughs> I, i've watched the cutscenes, and i have no idea what's going on in neo 2 half the time like is just you could just wacky you could just stuff. Not, i don't know I'm not gonna, i don't i, mean, I don't no. recommend you do i'm not usually be no. but carry on maybe maybe it depends if i get like 50 hours in i just want to see mm. the end <laughs> maybe you're well, that, yeah that was the mode that, that i got into with the malls um yeah. but like I, yeah because i've seen the cats i've seen the crazy stuff i've seen like neo just be more banner and i'm assuming yeah. that that's just what they're steering into um we should talk about we let's just talk a little bit about ring fit because i i dove on the ring fit when it first came out because I, I get every new thing for better or worse it's just it's all there it's all around me it's just this cardboard <laughs> over there um for that uh, the labo but yeah what do you think of ring fit because you finally picked this up i know adam cleary got it as well i've had a few people sort of get the ring fit like a, a year later or however long it's been yeah. how have you found uh its approach to digitizing gamifying exercise it's cool, man. Like I'm really difficult uh, to getting motivated to like exercise. And I tried Damn. like some online kind of like courses, but then I got bored because it was the same workouts over mm. and over again. Like it got cold, so I couldn't really go out much without getting rained or hailed on. Mm. But the Ring Fit has been like a great synergy for me. Like I'll probably put it down eventually, but for now it's got <laughs> me coming back to it because I feel like it is much more like responsive and much more inventive than the Wii Fit ever was, for instance, right. you know? And I feel like the range of exercises that you do are, for me, more satisfying to pull off. And you have this kind of like really nice art style going on, but you have a great mm. like kind of synergy between what you're doing and what the character's doing on screen. Like when you're jogging and you can make the character go faster. I love the thing like simple, if you sprint and you get like fire yeah. feet and you can just go for it. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like the feedback, that video game feedback, like implanted onto real world exercise. And for me, it's just, it's, it's more enticing to pick it up and try it. Not only mm. because I'm getting, you know, a bit of a workout out of getting it, but hedge. also because, yeah, yeah, I'm getting hench. But also because I want to see, like, I want to go on these adventures. I want to take down mm. these bosses. Like, it's cool. Like that gamified, I don't know, maybe it's just me personally, because we've grown up on video games, but that mm. gamified element um, encourages me to invest in it more and it gives yeah. me a kind of set goal that just free form exercise doesn't really because here I'm like well I'm going to set my reminders I'm going to get so far I'm going to do a couple of levels and that's like cool that's a goal for the day whereas otherwise it's like well, I'll do this one YouTube video and then yeah. probably have a pizza, you know what I mean? Because I like <laughs> I like all the um the reminder stuff. I think that it's it's hard to like it's well, it's easy to overlook how much of an actual RPG it is. Like it's not gonna be fully fleshed out, but there is like crafting, you can get different like items to put together, you can make different like milkshakes and energy shakes, and that'll change how much damage you do when you're in combat. And um, the combat itself is turn-based based on based on which exercise you're doing. So if it's like a like a twist on the spot thing, you'll attack like three dudes at once as you go back and forward. Um, or you can do like a squat crunch thing, which is like a charge attack and then it's like a burst i just love that they implemented all that stuff like that got me invested in it way more the thing is though i'm not a fit man so i'm <laughs> i'm knackered after each one of those things like because it always does that thing Same where it's man. like you can do a warm-up and then you do like a level and like you know maybe you're because basically the big final boss uh with who keeps escaping and you keep fighting him is that bodybuilding dragon dude i forget what his name is um but you fight him a few different times 
And so for me, every time I do like two or three levels and it pops up and it's like, Hey, are you okay? Are you sure you take a break? I'm like, I'm done for the day. Like, I don't need, I don't need you to take a break. I need you to be away from me for like a day. Um, Cause I'm, I'm shattered doing the, the warm up stuff. But it's I, that, the overall point is that I feel like it really does. It really is a good exercise regimen. Like you can set different things like, um, the tension on the Pilates ring thing. So you can like, yeah. it's, it's going to test your full strength. Um, and I just think that that side of it, I was like, oh, I am actually completely shattered after doing this, which I wasn't after ring fit. After totally. Fit. Like I'm not qualified enough to say it's like the perfect workout or it's going to change your <laughs> life or anything. But unlike a lot of other gimmicky kind of like workout games, I actually mm. feel like I'm getting something out of this. And when I finish it, I don't feel like that was a waste of time. Like you said, I can like, you can, you can feel it, you know, in your mm-hmm. body and stuff. And it feels better to do it, even if it's just to get, moving you know what i mean because that's yeah. so hard to do right now you know it's like just to be able to get the blood flow and to move around the flat a little bit like even that is so welcome like even mm. if it's not turning me into dwayne the rock johnson you know what i mean that's fine don't need <laughs> hey, to, don't yet, need mate, to be dwayne the rock johnson so okay. you have to start somewhere i like the i like the uh the offline mode as well where you can set it to be like the game's not on but i want the ring to still um catalog and count yeah. how many crunches i'm gonna do so it's like a movie yeah. mode and that's cool and um, we should end on your addiction to call of duty Warzone because it's been it's been a whole year mate what's what, what are you doing what's this it's a sickness right a lot of these <laughs> games we're talking about now have got me through um lockdown three in particular but yeah. Warzone has been there from the start since March, and I thought I would get. <laughs> which sick feels of it like forever ago. I know it's almost a full year ago, man. Like, which is crazy, but yeah, like Warzone has been the one constant in my life. Mm. Like, I, it's almost like a job now. Every single time I finish work and I go on with the boys and play at least two hours of Warzone every night, like Sweet it Lord. might not sound like a like a lot to people who put hours and hours into games, but I play this thing for eight days of in-game playtime now, which for me personally is ridiculous. I've never, never played anything for eight days. I always right. move on to something else. I'll, like, I'll play something for a big chunk, but then I'll mm-hmm. just move on and like replace it. But Warzone has been there because not only do I think it's a really great Battle Royale game that constantly updates, has a lot of cool things, but like it, it, it gives us now the opportunity to like communicate with people in a mm-hmm. way that isn't kind of like dwelling on what's happening in the world or dwelling on work or dwelling on our lives. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's the one thing uh, that sort of like demands my full concentration. Like I'm not playing Warzone thinking about the news or thinking about right, yeah. anything that's happening because I don't have time to think about that. What I'm thinking about is that sniper on that roof going to take me out before I can revive my friend, you know what I mean? And that yeah, totality yeah. of it. And I think the variance in the combat encounters is what keeps it constantly fresh because although so many games will demand that same attention, like I'm hundreds of hours into this game now and the thousands. final firefight and the final fi- firefight I did like last night, I've never had that arise before because it's so naturally okay. occurring and mm-hmm. every single session is something new, even if you go into the same places, like no two firefights feel the same. Mm-hmm. And that constant sense of variance is like, it's so good for me because I fell out of love with Call of Duty for a little while because of how rote it felt. I was mm-hmm. sick of running down the same corridors, doing the same moves, playing the same game modes that ultimately even if you're playing with other people feel too limited and too familiar whereas warzone has kind of like blown that open to the point where i'm i'm wait to be honest it's like your sickness with immortals i'm way too invested in it and i should have a break from it but at Uh, the same time 
Why? It's become part of you. I think this is this thing that a lot of the like top tier publishers are like betting on. Like if we just yeah. sort of keep, keep, keep giving you the treadmill, keep giving you the, the unlocks. Oh, it's this week. It's this month's event. It's this thing. Come back, guys. Don't go to somewhere else. And for the longest time, we were always, and I mostly maintain this, that you can't juggle multiple of these things at once. Yeah. Like I just saw that Division 2 is going to have new content for the first time in like a few years. Um, and I'm like, I can't get back in. I can't start playing that as well as like the Immortal season pass and like Avengers is going to resurrect itself at some point. I just kind of had to try and, I mean, I don't, who cares about Avengers, but you know, you're going to try and juggle a few different things. Um, and so with Warzone, I didn't, I didn't give it the, I gave it a few rounds and I was like, ah, it's a battle Royale, whatever. But like seeing it have this much of a hold on, on you, I'm like, oh, that's like, there must be something else to it than just it's Call of Duty Battle Royale. Cause I feel like Blackout didn't work at all. Was it Blackout well, the original one? Yeah. Blackout, like Blackout did not resonate with me at all. But this, no. this one just seems like so, so refined. And I love like the refreshes that happen like every season, even if it's just as simple as changing what loot you can get. Like to right. me, that makes it interesting. And we haven't really added anything big in terms of like changing the map or anything. It is just like the map itself for me is so solid. It's so big that, and the mechanics are so refined and i love everything they've added to like keep you engaged like obviously you've got like self-revive so you've got the mm. ability to buy people back you've got the random chance of having everyone who's in spectating like be bought back just because there's a jailbreak yeah. going on and all of those things it just it just makes you kind of want to jump back into it because you're not having for the most part long stretches where you're just doing nothing which was always my issue with like that, other battle royales i did know? exactly that is i didn't even know they did that i know when they did the gulag <laughs> thing i thought that was cool that you can fight another yeah. player who's on the who's just died and you can fight for like to uh, have another chance i didn't know they'd done all those other things where they've got like self revives and like you said yeah. like everybody comes back that stuff's great because yeah for me the biggest problem with battle royale is the downtime um, and is the thing that made me go well the thing that i enjoyed the most about um or at least part of the the because obviously there's the there's the um the tension side of it there's the hiding there's sort of like hybrid stealth and action but once i engage another player i I'm like, oh, Call of Duty, your play's so good. I just want to do PvP. And I jump back into doing some of the PvP thing. Um, but if they can like mix that and make it so you're not just sort of like waiting around, like I want to play a Call of Duty, I want to Call of Duty. Uh, yeah. If they've managed to get like on top of that, then that's a that's a game changer. I think the big difference is, is I, I fully agreed with you because I remember talking to you and we probably even did a video on it where Blackout came out. We were mm. just like, well, every time we get in a firefight, we just want to play Call of Duty multiplayer because yes. it yeah. feels like Call of Duty multiplayer. But the big difference in Warzone for me is that the gunplay of Warzone feels different from Modern Warfare's gunplay. Mm. Like obviously the animations and stuff are the same, but the amount of health you have, the um, difference in combat engagements, for instance, the, the way you've got to you know, um, think about different things. You've got to think about someone potentially self-reviving or mm -hmm. getting their friend up or like only downing someone. You've got to think about whether you, like other weapons become more viable when the, the meta is not broken. You can uh, use like a bunch of different sniper rifles and SMGs. You can go in with a riot shield, distract people. And right. there's just a bit more to it for me um, compared to the regular gunplay. So I'm not feeling like, oh, I wish I could just play a nuke town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, like obviously, like Call of Duty, the emergence of like Twitch shooters and like reaction times and not necessarily planning a bunch of stuff out. The way you described that made me think of old school Halo. Where it's just sort yeah. of like I know you and mentioned it on the the recent chatty face thing that's a, that'll be going out on Friday, but like that whole way that we used to play Halo, the mentality that was in there, that sort of Doom channeled a little bit of like the whole combat chess thing, um, of like sort of planning three steps ahead of you, or like in Halo's case, throwing a bubble shield down so you can deflect a Spartan laser yeah. or whatever. Um, if they're pulling a little bit of that in, or you know what, mate, I'm gonna download Warzone, right? I've got, <laughs> I've got we've got a lunch break straight after this. That's the thing I'm gonna do, and uh, and I'll dive back in because I haven't tried it since it initially came out in March, and if these features were there back then or at least in regards to the everybody reviving at once and stuff like yeah. that. Like I said, I like the well, gulag thing. 
Do it, man, because um, we mentioned him twice now, but I know Adam Cleary's recently gotten into Warzone yeah, as well. Saw, yeah. He just recently got his first win, and he's loving it as well. And he so was don't Jimmy Fortnite my, as well. Exactly. Don't take my warped eight days playtime <laughs> view of it. Take the advice of someone just getting into it who also thinks it's good. A man, yeah, a man who like who was forever telling us to play Fortnite, and we just stopped replying on the group chat because bless him. And I don't know how to tell him that I don't want to play Fortnite. Um, but if he's getting into the old card, then there you know, call, call me a fishmonger because I'll be getting there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, let us know what we think down in the comments below. Which games have you been playing? What do you think of Immortals Phoenix Rising, Ring Fit, Warzone, and Neo 2 if you've been playing them? Um, and we'll do some sort of other banter like this at the same time next week. For now, though, I've been Scott Tilford from whatculture.com, joined by Josh Brown. Goodbye. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.